Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, Please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, good day, everyone. How you doing? Merry Christmas to everybody. I hope you had a great Christmas. Hope you were with your family, enjoyed your time, and felt a, less, a lot less depressed today as you were or as you have been um, throughout the years or months. And that goes for me, too. Depression can be very difficult to fight sometimes. Even with the right medications, it's still there. And you know it's still there, but you try to fight your way through it by keeping your mind on other things. And that's what we're doing today. We're going to be talking about five ways to cope with depression during the holiday season. Now, I'm planning on talking about mental health for the, for the rest of this month and next month. So I, can, I haven't talked about this in a while. And, you know, it, I'll tell you, it affects a lot of people. But, you know, when you go to depression or any mental issue, sometimes they have a stigma around it. And individuals without these issues kind of believe that, you know, it's all in your head. And there's no such thing as bipolar or, you know, depression. So that's why, hopefully... Some of this information I give to you this next uh, couple weeks, you can share that with somebody in the family or friends to help them understand what you go through every single day and how you have to fight to keep your mind straight and to be happy and in order to enjoy life. And it can be hard, and I'm one to tell you this from personal experience is very hard so let's go ahead and get right in on this subject today five ways to cope with depression during the holiday season despite the bright lights and festive cheer that accompany the winter holidays this time of year can bring about feelings of loneliness isolation grief and sadness both for people with clinical depression and and even for some who aren't depressed. Depression around the holidays can happen for many reasons. The holidays bring an increase in thoughts about family, relationships, and social engagement. If there are issues within the dynamics in our lives, depression can surface. And this time of year may also raise expectations of spending more time with family than usual. The holidays can also be difficult for people grieving the loss of loved ones. 
These common holiday scenarios can be taxing for anyone, whether you have depression or not. But if you do have depression, they could worsen your symptoms. Depression is more than just the holiday blues. Not all negative feelings during the holidays are signs of depression. In fact, temporary or situational anxiety or depression during the holidays is quite common. According to the National Alliance on Mental Health Issues, if you have the holiday blues, you might temporarily feel fatigued, tense, frustrated, lonely, or sad during the winter holidays. But clinical depression, which affects an estimated 6.7% of Americans, adults stick around longer term, according to the American Psychiatric Association. Its symptoms last for more than two weeks and affects your ability to function as you normally would. They include sadness or depressed mood, loss of interest in activities you used to enjoy, changing in appetite and sleep habits, fatigue, feeling of guilt or worthlessness, having a hard time concentrating or making decisions, and suicidal thoughts or actions. For some people, the wintertime can also trigger a certain kind of depression known as seasonal affective disorder. This type of depression happens in the seasonal pattern, usually worsening in the darker winter months and lifting by spring when the days are longer and brighter. If you've had any of these symptoms and they last more than two weeks or longer, it is wise to see a mental health professional about your experiences that you're having. How to manage depression during the holidays. No matter the cause of your low mood or negative feelings, having an arsenal of healthy coping strategies can help you prepare for and get through the festive months ahead when you're managing depression. While practicing good self-care is always important, it is even more important during the holidays. With that in mind, here are five expert recommended strategies. Number one, stay active and get outdoors. Moving your body is one of the best science-backed ways to cope with depression during any season. The holidays are no exception. A meta-analysis of 23 studies showed that exercise is an effective way to manage depression and could also be useful when combined with antidepressant medication. This doctor says that getting outside and exercising can help you avoid isolation and loneliness during the holiday season. Gundel agrees, this doctor, and also suggests spending time in nature as another way to reduce your risk of depressive symptoms. One study showed that being surrounded by green space can reduce one's risk of mental health conditions in the long term. Now, see, that's the one that I always tell everybody at the end of my episodes is to make sure you get outside and enjoy your surroundings because it is does work.
and it's even scientifically backed by these doctors here. Number two, share how you're feeling with trusted ones. Botang, this doctor right here again, recommends surrounding yourself with people you can rely on during the holidays, whether it be family or friends, to help manage holiday depression. If you confide in your loved ones about how you're feeling, they may offer empathy, share their own experiences with you to help you feel less alone, or even suggest additional options for support that you may not know about. Never underestimate the power and love of your own community. People want to help. All you need is to ask for it. You know, one point I'd like to make there is that you really need to look for somebody that has the same symptoms as you have. Sometimes talking to somebody that doesn't have depression or any other mental issues, they're hard to come by. And the reason is because, you know, being that there's such a stigma put on depression and those kind of things, nobody understands what you're going through or doesn't believe you that you're going through these issues and unfortunately that happens all the time so it's always good to try to find a group of people in your community or even online that you can talk to about your issues number three s access your relationship and set boundaries this doctor suggests monitoring your emotions around different people in your life and setting boundaries accordingly. This could mean limiting the time you spend during the holidays with people cause you to feel negative emotions or exasperate your depressive symptoms, as well as establishing boundaries for your interactions and availability to those people. It's very important to be mindful of your own boundaries. And when something feels over overwhelming, try to pay attention and act on it. A mental health professional can help you learn how to set boundaries. Number four, consider volunteering throughout this holiday season. This doctor suggests volunteering as a possible way to cope with depression during the holidays. A 2021 review showed that volunteering for two to three hours a week, or even just one to 10 hours a month, may offer a myriad of mental health benefits, such as meaning and purpose, developing empathy toward others, feeling like you matter, contributing to society, social connectedness, and being part of something larger than yourself. Finding volunteer opportunities that's right for you will depend on several factors, including what activities you feel comfortable with, how much time you're able to commit, what causes that you're passionate about. One option could be finding healing and honoring past veterans, such as the uh, Volunteer for Greece Across America. It's an organization that coordinates opportunities for volunteers to place holiday wreaths on U.S. veterans' graves at Arlington National Cemetery in Virginia and other military cemeteries around the country. 
It's a great way to connect with something other than yourself. That sounds like a good idea is to volunteer your time towards a, um, a goal or accomplishment, you know, helping others. That's the thing to do because it, you know, it raises those uh, endorphins, makes you feel better about yourself and the things that you're doing for others. Number five, create a coping sheet or depression toolkit. A coping sheet is a list of favorite activities you can turn to when you're feeling depressed. You can create one on your own with your family members or with your therapist. Bernardi, which is the doctor that wrote this here, says she made a coping sheet filled with actions that can take to the help her manage depressive symptoms. I decorated it with beautiful colors and taped it to my refrigerator. So I had the constant reminder that there is always something to do to lift my mood. In her, in her case, doctor again, those favorite mood boosting activities included vibing candles, watching ballet, listening to classical music, painting pictures, singing, and meditating. Here's some other self-care activities you could add to your toolkit. Acupuncture, listening to music, spiritual, calm breathing, and positive self-talk. So when and where to seek help for depression? While self-help strategies may ease life with depression, they rarely work on their own. Psychotherapy administered by a mental health professional sometimes in conjunction with medication is needed for long-term improvement. It's especially important to seek help if any of these signs of se severe depression exist. Extreme social isolation, thoughts of self-harm, suicidal thoughts or behaviors, you can find professional help through a very variety of avenues. One is employee assistance programs. These programs are offered in many workplaces and they usually consist of several free sessions with a licensed professional. Number two, your health insurance. Some health insurance companies offer 24 seven telephone services such as nurse lines to people needing to contact with a health professional, including a mental health professional, and telemedicine, mental health issues and services. Appointment allows you to take and seek care for, from your home, often with shorter wait times. So as we close here, there's one thing I want to do mention to all of you. I know Many of you might have seen Matthew Perry and uh, what happened to him and how he died. And you can see that he was using ketamine. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago that I talked, I said how dangerous I thought it was. And, you know, the things that I see with that, with Matthew Perry. Plus, there was a kid that died also 
a child that, you know, ketamine is, sounds good, sounds like it's going to be something that can help you, but you, you really need to be careful with some of these medications, especially this one here. I mean, it's something that needs to be talked about with your healthcare provider because, you know, you never know what's going to happen. You don't know if it's going to interact with something you're already taking. So you really need to be careful. With that said, I will talk to everybody next week. You all have a great week. Enjoy time with family. Get outside and enjoy the weather. If it's not snowing or raining where you're at. But again, try to enjoy as much as you can of your life. And I know you'll be a lot more happy. And I'll see you next Monday. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.